Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. My. Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. Bowels were not her bowels were not used to it. You have to build that shit I've up. I never had a bad reaction. Really? Really? Yeah, you were made for it. Ray Ray, you were made for it. You Everyone were. talks about Taco it. I'm Bell like, queen. give me the tacos. I'm just going to eat You're them the all. Taco Bell queen. <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a, an eating contest, you uh, <clears throat> Folks, you heard it here first. Ray Ray's bowels can handle any amount of Taco Bell. I think that that should be a trivia question um, for... The trivia what we won last night, Dan. Oh, I was wondering how long it would take you to bring it up. Yes, we are in fact. Um, well, we're moving on to the, the winners. Um, thank you. Everyone. Some say we. Some say we crushed the opponent uh, at Geeks, you know, or those Geeks, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that per se. I think it actually was a good game. It was uh, neck and neck at some point. Yes. Um, you know, do I agree with the way that the game? really is played not a hundred percent but i will say that uh robert or bobby bob from uh gutsy media really put together a fantastic game um yeah the organization behind it i mean it must have been grueling um but i will say it was smart of us in, in final jeopardy round to uh wager what we did because both of us both teams got it wrong and we only wagered a certain amount and we came out the victor Yes. And yes, we uh, did. you know what? Cheers. It just it cheers and it just felt like, you know, it felt right when I was firing off questions or firing off answers to questions. Yeah. It just it felt like I was just like the, you know, quickest gun in the West. And, you know, I don't have much else in life. So I had to really excel at that. So that's Defat Wars. And you all are going to be able to listen to um, round one and watch some video clips from round one. And then um, Dan and I will be in the finals and that will be live in the insensitive culture studio. So make sure yeah. you check that out. And they're playing tonight. The winner of tonight is who we're facing. We have got to get, uh, we got to do another episode with Bob from gutsy media. Another, another mashup, you know, that, cause pick, that was fun. Pick another movie and then yeah. like yeah. do his style show on our show. We love and, I and, love it. and also be on his show too. I mean, to yes. really go in depth about a movie, it's it's a good time. I I suggest all of our listeners listen to Gutsy Media as well. Um, oh, it's a it's a fantastic show. Always has but, been. Um, gosh, we're we're killing it statistically, huh? Top ten worldwide for yes. a, a show our size for a show our size. Yes, we're top ten worldwide, which is which is nice. And it, uh, it is nice. Insensitive culture is also up there. They got a another top ten, but they're I think they got a, a score of thirty where we got a twenty five. Yeah, but they have they have a huge uh, fan base. They like do. I was saying earlier, like I don't know what kind of show they're running there, but they don't have this. I know they don't have a Caillou. You know what I mean? Keyboard. 
It's fucking Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Get your shit straight. Oh, Kai is the one with the big fucking head. Well, so is Coco Melon. I don't know. Um, what is with the big heads? My son's got a big. I don't head. know. Remember, hey Arnold. Yeah, football shaped head, and yeah. Gerald had the soup can shaped head, and yeah. Well, his hair was like straight up like Marge. Yeah. Never understood that about Marge. I don't know. I don't, you know. God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Um, but yeah, speaking of souls being God. rested at God, um, honestly, can Texas just sink into the ocean? Dude, I, I, the amount of shit talking on the Internet is crazy right now. I mean, people are losing their minds. It's a bounty. There's a bounty, essentially, on any woman that thinks about abortion, gets one, uh, had one, uh, talks to someone about it, even thinks if they think anything with an ABO in it, uh, they're basically subject to a lawsuit yes. under Texas state law now. Correct, uh, correct. And and it, this went up to the Supreme Court, by the way, yeah. if you're curious. And the Supreme, the, the Supreme, there's the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court, you didn't know. Yeah, this, this one, is the Supreme Court. That's the, this one. They, yeah, they decided that they couldn't really do anything about it. It's not that they handed down a decision per se, but they just kind of figured mm, that's not really for us to decide. Yes. So come back with a better argument or something that's worth our time is what they said. So now we're stuck with basically the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is it, the, the, you know, te the Texas Taliban. I mean, honestly, they say how they hate the Taliban so much, but they're just like them. And it's just it's like really weird. Um, but they're white Christians, so that's OK. And the fact of the matter is, yeah. like, it doesn't make any sense because all the men who voted for this all have mistresses of which they will pay to get an abortion. Yeah. Personally, I think that if you know someone in Texas that's not speaking out against it, you should yeah. put them in that registry and accuse them of of uh, of an abortion. Um, but I, I have a, a crazy question for you. And, and because I've been thinking about you and regarding this is you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, right. And and, you know, you're not just going to not be a Dallas Cowboys fan anymore. That's football. That's ingrained in you. So. The question becomes, how do you not I, I'm actively not supporting anything I can find that is made in Texas that I consume. I will not purchase it, period. I won't support anything going on in Texas at all right now. I'm just not going to. However, in your situation, football season is coming up. You're a Dallas Cowboys fan. What do you <clears throat> like? And, and, and I want to be clear to the listeners right now. OK, Dan is not a victim. Women are the victims of this law, this ridiculous law in Texas. However, reality does tell us that people would be in your situation, Dan, which I mean, is a first world problem, but how do you deal mm. with it? Should the cowboy organization say something? Should they say something? Jerry I Jones, think it's up to the individual. You know what I mean? It's up to the individual. If they, if they find that, that it's egregious and they want to say something, I, I support that. I've, whether it's kneeling because of, of the flag or, or whatever it is, um, if, if a player who, by the way, is a tax-paying citizen, uh, decides to speak out about any social issue or political issue, I don't have a problem with it whatsoever because they're people. 
Yeah, yeah. And they happen to have a stage. Now, I could see being annoyed if it happens so much, so often. I mean, I can I can understand someone saying, "All right, enough. Let you made your point. Let's move on." I get that sentiment. So it doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with them, but I, I kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, but in my opinion, just to be clear, kneeling during the national anthem, I could give a shit whether you do it or don't. It's it's your right as a as a person. Just because you happen to be at your job doesn't necessarily mean that all your rights go away. So, um, yeah. And, and so if, if Cowboys uh, players, staff, coaches, uh, you know, ownership, management want to say something about it fine go go for it but i also understand that they're a business at the end of the day and so they're just trying to get butts in the seats and more importantly they're trying to win a super bowl that's really the focus um and as a fan i'm not going to expect anything or change my mind about the the organization of the franchise simply because a slight majority in the texas legislature pushed this bullshit law through there's a ton there's at least 48 to 49 percent of texas legislature that is extremely upset and not happy about this so it's it's not their fault there's a ton of great people in texas you know a lot of queers a lot of steers and and they all want to do right things they all want to do good just wholesome human things and there's an evil evil society right now that happens to run the gamut that's seeing that's i i don't know like i mean look the packers play in green bay do you think wisconsin's so perfect should we start googling all the bullshit laws that are that occur in wisconsin well no i mean it's a human rights violation that's happening in texas but if i was jerry jones I would I Dude, would Matt, let's go back to Madison. Hold on. Madison, Wisconsin is yeah. actually known as the most racist, racist place in the country. In the country, they yes. Per capita put away more black young black men. Yeah, we talked about this any, on the show. Yes, than You're any right. other city. Yes. So should you how do you feel about that as a Packers fan? I mean, that sucks and I don't agree with it. But what yeah. I'm saying is in this instance, especially with this much coverage. Jerry Jones could very easily say, oh, the Cowboys are playing this season, but we are going to be playing outside of Texas in another dome and make a fucking deal with another with another team that they can share the field. And Jerry Jones saying the Cowboys are going to play, but this is how we show we disagree with you. And and you want us to come back, start thinking about what you're doing, put apply pressure. Houston Texans, they're not absolved. That's you know what I mean? Same mm-hmm. same question. It's not just because it's the Cowboys Houston. and all and all the college university teams which sure. are big in Texas, even, you know, and 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 sponsorships too. forget the, the franchise. The sponsorships alone could pull. You know what I mean? So there's power in that. You're right, Rocco. There's a lot of power in that. And but the thing is, is that I don't I don't know if I'd necessarily call out a franchise as being cowardly. If they don't want to get involved, I'm not. I'm just I'm just asking your opinion and I'm just stating my opinion. I don't think they're cowardly because this is the reason, because I don't know what it's fucking like to be them to make that decision right now. All I have is visceral anger toward Texas for doing what they've done. That's that's what it is. Plus, there might be fear of backlash. 
you imagine ways? someone trying to sue one of the family members of a teammate? Oh, I heard this woman's trying to get an abortion. And by, honestly, I wish there was an expert here to talk about this. How do you prove any of this in court? It doesn't HIPAA. How, how the fuck would anyone know it's, that you got an abortion? Damn, that's, you could walk in and out of a clinic and, and be getting a breast exam. That's what makes this the most slam your skull against the wall. Yeah. Um, doesn't make any sense because what you're saying is true. So this becomes a giant waste of taxpayer dollars. This are these are things that'll get tied up in court for years, wasting so much time, all because they're following some self-righteous path of a group of mm-hmm. self-righteous people. Let me tell you something if you're listening right now. If you are pro-life, you are self-righteous and you in the Jesus that you believe will not accept you in heaven, you will be going to hell. The Jesus that you pray to and talk about when he finds out that you're part of pro-life, you're going to go right to hell. And the worst part is, is you don't think that you are because you are so self-righteous. You have not thought about any other human beings or what goes into that. Do you know the psychological damage that an abortion does to a woman? Now imagine she's at a Best Buy having a great time with her now kids and husband. And she turns the corner and sees some stupid old white broad with a shirt on that says, you know, uh, end abortion, like, you know, that kind of, she's going to trigger her psychologically on a Sunday in a Best Buy with her family that she didn't need. You've just done that. That also ensures that your daughter, your niece, your sister, your cousin, that's a female will never, ever come to you for anything. They will never come to you. So fuck you. I don't feel anything for you. Yeah, this this law is so interesting, and I wish I knew more about it, but I, I will say that there was an expert talking about it saying it, it's weird because it sort of opens the gate on essentially putting out bounties for other things that you believe should be illegal. Yes. Um, and, and it just, it really, it's sort of weird how it opens that door, and, and, and now you, it hasn't been brought to light, but they could pass legislation in the same vein of of just turning people in you know and that's what happens in authoritarian dictatorships man i mean well yeah for for a state backwards for a state that talks so much shit about fascism they went and did the most fascist thing they could have done i don't i'm i'm so baffled by this group of people that says fascism i hate fascism let's do this it's fascist like mm-hmm. what but then you'd say something no that's america that's god this country was founded on god it wasn't the founding fathers couldn't stand christianity some asshole said the 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 soundbite that was shoved down our throats when we were kids which was the people from england came america came to america to get out of religious persecution they were being persecuted for their religion and yes and no, they were being pe- persecuted because they were puritanical. England kicked them the fuck out. They were the tightest yeah. ass people. They couldn't. They didn't feel comfortable anywhere, even in even in fucking Holland, in Amsterdam. 
Yes. They, they, or I don't know if it was Amsterdam per se, but it was a town in Holland where a lot of these Puritans uh, moved to. They, could, they couldn't even feel comfortable there. Uh, and, and so it wasn't even their first, America wasn't even their first stop, dude. That's how fucking psychotic and crazy religious these Puritans were. Yes, and they came here and slaughtered a bunch of natives um, and then enslaved a bunch of black people. Um, and it all started there. So these people are like, oh, they're, you know, the religious persecution. No, no, no. Fuck you, dude. You're just wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is nobody's wrong anymore. That's just their opinion, Dan. No, you're wrong. You're just like, here is a fact. Okay. Here is not a fact. That is, I don't know if there really is a connection between the Puritan uh, colonists in the North and slavery per se no i'm saying i'm just like when it builds yeah when the puritans came um i think actually roanoke had failed but then there was a second colony that already began in virginia what was that one called shit well Um, that was already isn't roanoke the one that disappeared yes but then there was one right after it um um in the same place basically and and that was thriving and doing quite well um and i think those those were british colonists and i think that's that what's really began the the triangular slave trade um yeah yes it's neither here nor there but but it's interesting that we do still live in a very puritanical society dude it's incredible dude you just go to i i um do you remember when i lived in canada for a month (laughs) on a work thing yeah, you were in a hotel for right? a month, for a month and a yeah. half. Actually, I lived there for a month and a half um, and in a hotel in a holiday. And that was attached to the office building that I worked in. That was mm-hmm. actually really nice. Um, literally. So it was the hotel. It was a parking garage. And then it was the building. So the hotel yeah. and the building shared the parking garage. So I just had to walk across the garage to my office. It was great. Um, and I brought my PlayStation with me. So I was just playing video games and working constantly. But anyway, long story short, I'm watching Canadian TV and there's no like censorship. They just tell you like at the beginning, like, hey, like, hey, in this, hey, in this one, we're going to swear a little bit. Okay. Pretty much. There's going to be a titty, maybe. <laughs> just so you know, maybe one. <laughs> Maybe want to put the kids in the other room now for a titty. Oh, my God. That's great. God. But I'm saying like they had they had these channels that I'm watching and I'm like, did he just say fuck? Like like on TV, like just openly. And and again, you know, you go the United States, it's this all this censorship. You know, our, our CDs have parental advisory labels on them. Like, how about you just like. I don't, I don't even know. We like, live in such a backwards, like crazy fucked up place. I'll, I'll get a little personal here, even though I'm I'm worried about it. But okay, there's a teenager that lives with us. Okay, she's on the volleyball team. Have you seen what volleyball girls have to wear? Yeah. Yes. It's barely the, the shorts they wear is like really. Why? Do you have to do? Why do they have to wear those? Like, that's my point. Like it, sometimes it works it's it's fine and then other times it's like okay that pair does not fit that girl and they are riding very high <laughs> like why can't um, they wear pants why can't they wear longer shorts why yeah. do they have to wear that why, why are they why can't they wear like jogging shorts 
You know what I mean? Like they could be loose, baggy shorts that you could easily jump around in. Exactly. Um, what is this expectation? And then at that age, too, like, I don't even yeah. understand that. So then she she walked home from school today after practice with a friend. But uh, that was only halfway. She was alone for the second half of that trip. And the wife was like, I don't like her walking around in public wearing those little shorts. Yeah. And her her mentality is that she could get kidnapped or assaulted or something like that. Your, which but, is but your weird. wife is right. Yeah, but then I'm I'm kind of making this, and I didn't want to like undermine her authority in front of the kids or anything. But I'm like, just as a personal opinion, like, don't you think it's weird that like it's perfectly okay to dress or look like that inside of a school, but then to walk down the street, it's all of a sudden not safe. Yeah, that's that's a pretty wild thought. That's a that's it's a, so weird. And then on top of that, though, is that that a female should feel in danger about that, like yeah. that there are men that can't control themselves to actually like, you know, cross that line and then do harm. And and the harm could even be innocent. Anything from cat calling that could actually harm someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like psychologically. In- in the Olympics, um, the last summer ones we just had, I believe it was the Norwegian. Oh, beach, yeah, 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 yeah. Norwegian beach handball or some, Some, something obscure. They like protested, uh, kind of. They were protesting and and they got fined or something like that because they wouldn't wear these skimpy little bikini bottoms. Yeah, I saw Um, that. It's so ridiculous. And then they did a side by side comparison to what the men wear and what the women wear. It's ridiculous, dude. The men are in these big baggy shorts with yeah. with with loose tank tops on. And the women have to wear bikinis? Uh, dude, I don't I don't know. I don't know why they would have they have to wear that. Why is it's that absurd. regulation? It just seems very absurd to me. Yeah. Um, but then like there's always that dichotomy too of like, what if she wants to dress that way? Then she's an empowered woman. Right. It's and all then, these men having all these uh, fucking opinions about what women are wearing. Exactly. And when we're not women, so like we don't really know, like, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is that? Why do I have to see your penis right now? I just but, had to get my beer that was behind the. <laughs> stop putting them behind the computer. I'm tired of having to see your penis. That's what she said. Probably many times. I'm tired of having to see your penis. But, um. Yeah, it's just it's a weird fucking world we live in. This country is so strange how all up in arms we get over the littlest thing, and yet we're so loosey goosey about other stuff. It's just like, what the fuck, make up your mind, America. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I was talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia earlier, and um, I think their episode on gun control. Oh my god, one of the originals is well. There's two. This is the second. Yeah, one. they do it. They do a second one. Yeah. So it's gun fever two are uh, too hot and then gun fever two still hot um, that they're hot on this topic and it's a very hot topic. But anyway, what I love is is there's the group of them that are pro gun and there's the group of them that are anti gun and mm-hmm. they both go out into the world and they both realize why they're both wrong. Yeah. And it's hilarious. So the super pro gun folks 
were completely wrong and the super anti-gun folks were completely wrong. And in the middle, you have Frank who made a bunch of money on fear tactics to get people to buy guns. And he's the real winner. So what I'm saying is, you know, these these law, these 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 things are so absurd and guns are another one that are just absurd. Like in, in Texas, what you need a driver's license and you can leave with a gun that day. Yeah, Florida, same thing. It depends, I think, county by county state state there are state laws with guns but that's the problem is that even even within those really red states you have county by county stuff um oh my god dude you ever uh you ever shot a man in cold blood i i have not well, that just made me think of the movie Airplane. Oh, yeah. Well, the, that was the, the answer, answer I got right last night. You got that one right last night. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, That that movie Airplane would not be made today with this with this culture. <laughs> but, um, you know, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Alabama. They can all go fuck themselves. Mississippi. God, I'd love to hear an ad. Yeah, let's go ahead and do an ad. When we get back, I don't know, we'll talk about some stuff. Just listen. Get off the shit! We got a read here for Ridley's Gaming Realm. This is a great place to buy, sell, trade, or discuss video games. This is a secured Facebook group with 1,500 members and climbing. Now, the big thing is, is that with a lot of these buy, sell, trade video game groups on Facebook, there's a lot of scams, a lot of people that'll take their money and, and, and never send you the product. Well, they are proud to say that they have zero reported scams ever in this group. So be sure to check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. Whether you're looking to grow your collection or get uh, that new game that's been tough to find, make sure that you check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. You go to Facebook.com and search for Ridley's Gaming Realm. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. to the sad hour well it's sad for someone it's sad for one team someone just lost in the defat wars tell us who the loser is the loser is towelite talk those fucking idiots idiots you idiots wait 
Remind me which one's Towelite Talk? Isn't that the uh, Starship uh, flagship? Uh, yeah, podcast? that's our that's our flagship. So that would be Chris and Casey and Casey. And is there anyone else in that one? No, it's just the two of them. Well, see now. Okay, so that's weird. I thought they would be the dark horse because of one, they're older. They've been around. They're super into geeky culture, and they've been talking about it forever. Yes, they have. So when it came to like movies and geeky stuff, I figured they would be on it. Uh, I thought I figured they'd be the team to beat. Who who just sent them to bed? Insensitive culture. Who will be? No playing shit. Against? This We're, is building. Yeah. Oh my god. Do, did did was it a blowout? I don't know. Um but i can ask. get on the case i want to find out if it was a blowout and and what first of all in sensitive culture without the keyboards what are they even i don't know i don't know i mean honestly they don't have a keyboard they don't have funko they do have funkos They're, damn it well they do have funkos yeah. but they don't have the keyboard and that's why we're gonna win that's why we're a better podcast Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we have less listeners. We have less listeners. We don't have a studio like like professional studio. We have a studio that we're not allowed to use because there's something called a pandemic. Yeah. Um, which apparently they don't care about. You know, they no. don't care about safety. They don't no. care about rules, man. Um, and and they got cameras and all kinds of gadgets. They, the, we, well, what caught me off Casio. guard was the camera in the bathroom. That mm -hmm. caught, caught me off guard. Well, inside the toilet bowl, no less. Yeah, like you had to pee on the camera. Like someone likes really specific porn mm -hmm. in that group. Um, and it wasn't even hiding. There was a note that said, <laughs> please pee on this. Directly onto the camera. We're into it. And I, I will say this. Actually, so, it said, we fuck with it. <laughs> that's exactly. That sounds more like them. Um, no, but I, uh, I, I, in all seriousness, when the pandemic was happening, you know, I did get vaccinated and they were super accommodating about wearing a mask and anyone that came on oh, the show course, that yeah. wanted to wear a mask which was nice that was a nice thing um by the way speaking of water sports did you know that that's what it's called yeah i didn't know that till recently oh dude I, all i that's thought all little called. boys made that mistake so like what do you mean you're searching porn on the internet and you're like water sports. Oh. Is this like bitches getting fucked on jet skis? No, I and, and then I you click was... on you go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> people peeing yeah, on being people. peed on. I don't, I don't Trump. dig it. I don't dig it. Now, listen, I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. I'm not going to rain on their parade. If they're into it, they're into it. Great. Good for you. Please don't involve me. Um, I don't want to be peed on. I don't want to. And I don't want to pee on others. I don't want to pee so, on. Just so anyone. we're clear. I don't want to pee on anyone. Here's a question. If you're with someone in a, in a long-term relationship and they're like, listen, it'd be cool if you peed on me. Would you do it? Oh, if it was my, let's say if it was my wife. Well, anybody. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. If you're in a committed relationship, you feel safe, you feel comfortable. And they're like, listen, I'd like, I'd like you to pee on me. I'd pee on her. You would. Yeah, I would. I would. Because it's love. That's love. That, that is that's love. love at that point is the urine. The hot, frothy urine is the love. Well, I've heard that there's preparation involved. Like oh, you if you're like, hey, down. tomorrow night I want to be peed on. So the next few days or then for the next 24 hours, just drink a lot of water. Eat asparagus. Uh, 
I like the smell. Well, that's the thing. There's there, a lot of people don't like to be peed on if their pee is going to be like gross. So there's certain things you can do to help it become like cleaner. Oh, yeah. You drink a lot of water. It's just like water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. about. So I don't know, dude. I if if someone wanted me to pee on them, even if it was a one night stand, I guess I'd say, OK, but I'd be like, you know, I, I'm going to need something in return. That's just way better because <laughs> this is not doing it for I me. don't know. One night stand. I, I just I don't think I'd be down. But like if it was like, well, my... that's the thing. I th- if, if I knew it was just going to be a one night stand with somebody that I, I know I'd never have to see him again. And if I did have to pee, I guess it'd be a two for one. You there know you mean? go. I mean, you know, I'm going to pee on you. There's an R. Kelly song about it. You know, fucking the shit this guy did and literally said it in some of his songs. It's unbelievable. Just um, But yeah, I'm not into a lot of the masochistic stuff too. the the violence, the hitting. The strapping. Um, the You're really into the really pegging, in though, right? <laughs> really I like don't the... think I would be. I, I, I've said it before, but I've had an old lady finger up my butt for medical reasons. Uh, it was yeah. not I, comfortable. Can I tell? I have to tell you a story about <laughs> about a friend of ours. I'm not going to say his name. Are there old um, ladies and fingers in the butt? There's butts involved. Okay. Um, and if you know the person I'm talking about, keep it to yourself. And that goes for our listeners, too. I think I know where this story is going. So we're hanging out and they're a couple and he's saying how crazy the sex was mm-hmm. like the past couple nights. And it one good. Yeah. And at one point there was a, a small vibrating toy being used. Mm-hmm. And that toy was lost in an orifice <laughs> and that it was needed to be removed. And the the insinuation was that the female was the one who lost yep. the toy. Yep. So weeks go by. I'm with this couple again. We are at a bar and he leaves and I'm talking to her. And she tells me a similar story, although it comes to find out that the toy was lost in his butt. Right. <laughs> and right. I remember laughing so hard because <laughs> I know I heard this story already, but I'm pretty sure that person was talking about you. And right. now I've confirmed this person has no reason to lie. Literally will gain nothing yeah. lying about this story. And oh my God, the moment he came back from the bathroom, I immediately was like, it was your butt. (laughs) (laughs) And he looked at me and then knew exactly what I was talking about. Yep. Butt stuff, man. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that story. Okay, Um, so you have heard that. It's a a fantastical story full of intrigue and mystery. Um, well, the mystery's been solved, you know. Well, yeah, we've we ended up figuring it out, yeah. But um, you know, but yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, Is what, there any crazy, crazy sexual stories of your past? Like, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex, Rocco? Let's get down and dirty. By the oh, way, if man. you have kids, it's time to put them to bed. Yeah, they shouldn't be listening to this. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it's the craziest place you've ever done it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking because there's there's a few. 
Um, oh, uh, 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 college lecture amphitheater at night. Nice. How'd you get into the building? Just tried all the doors until one of them was unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's like there's no harm in trying the doors if they're locked. We leave. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing about open. college campuses at night. It's a it's a veritable playground. It Oh, it know? is. Oh, my God. Getting like wasted and just like running around campus. There were, as you know, I'm obsessed with roofs. Um, yes. A lot of flat roofs to the buildings, academic buildings where I went to college. And you could if you knew them well enough, you could find an escape or a, a door to the roof. Uh, and I was up there one night and it's in the northern part of the state. And so it easily could frost over, freeze over. Sure. And so there was a, there was a layer of like ice on these roofs, but very little, like, like beads of water had frozen so that it became very slippery. Um, and me and this girl were up there just twirling around like fucking ice skating on these roofs and this, this, you know, the stars were out and it you was a magical Yes. That was the last time I was happy. Yeah. Um, no, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, I would no. say the dirtiest place or craziest place, I guess, is also dirty is uh, the Detroit airport. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jiminy crickets. Yeah. And not proud of that. No, I mean, you know, it, who is anymore? A, fam a family bathroom that you could lock the door and no one was no one could get in. There you go. That's a perfect spot. But it's just funny that like, you know, like in our 20s, we're like, yeah, man. And then like, you know, you're about to be 40. I'm in my mm -hmm. I'm I'm in my mid 30s. I'm about to be in my later 30s. Yep. And uh, I just don't care anymore. Like I just like that. I did all that's done. We're all set. I'm just I'm tired. Yeah. All you just the time. Play a video game. Get your knob slobbered and go to bed. Read a comic. Yes. You know, how speaking of which, I just got Ruben's comic in the mail today. Oh, did you read it yet? No, it's still in the box. Like like I told you, I've been very busy installing new floors. Yes, yes. So we're gonna start an opening of the lore. And I think mm. that that's what I liked. So that uh, that's about all I'm going to say about that. We are going to have Ruben on hopefully next week, as long as all goes to plan and we can um, really get into the book. We can really talk about it with a lot of spoilers, um, but it's the illusion, which if you're not familiar with it, familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with it. And uh, if you're following Ruben, you know, he's been picked up by behemoth and we're very proud of him. Yes. And and if you want to be a part of that, you know, the Illusion Witch in the in the Illusion Witch two, which just came to my door, are now out. And I believe because he's been picked up by Behemoth, you can buy those comic books at the store. So you will be able to. It's not they're not there yet. Not yet. But, but gotcha. they they will be. Um, you'll be able to get number one, number two, and then all the subsequent ones after that. Um, I don't really know the ins and outs of, of his uh, situation, but mm. yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing his book in my local comic shop. That's what I want. I just want to see it on the show. I want to take a picture of it. I'm going to send it to him. That's all yeah. I want to do. Well, I'm going to, yeah. I mean, I'll buy a copy too. Durr. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, 
I gotta go. You gotta go? Oh my Royal god. Bombs. I really Royal bombs. Yes, I really thought I, I like really, really thought that you were being serious. Like I thought that, that was like, <laughs> I fa- fooled you. Have you seen the Royal Tenenbaums? Yes, of course I have. Yeah. Luke Will or Owen Wilson's character, he's like Wildcat. Just gets up and leaves the interview. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, that's the movie that introduced me to that to Wes Anderson Anderson uh, like um, Moonrise Kingdom I thought was such a great movie um I I really really loved that movie um how do you feel about Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou I felt like (laughs) I I feel like it had so I liked it yeah but I feel like it was way too stretched out at times when like there were just these moments of absolute brilliance in that film. And I mean, Bill Murray, you know, but some scenes were like, dude, this has been the same scene for 45 minutes and I'm yeah. not into it anymore. I hear you. It's a, it's a weird one, but what about bottle rocket, dude? I've never seen bottle rocket. That's with all, that's the only movie with all three Wilson brothers in it. Yes, dude, you have to see bottle rocket. Okay. Oh, you've got to see it, dude. You've got to see it. Yeah. Like I said, I know the trivia is that all three is the only movie with all three Wilson brothers, the third yeah. lesser known Wilson. Oh, my God, dude. That's a classic. It's, it, it may be Wes Anderson's best, in my opinion. Well, did you know uh, fun Wilson brothers situation? Um, Luke Wilson plays the dad in Stargirl, which is a DC comics come to life as a TV show on HBO Max. Luke Wilson plays Stargirl's dad. Okay. Owen Wilson, his brother, was just Morbius, as we know him. Yes. And Owen was saying that they were trying to... Owen was saying during the shooting of Loki, he was actually living with Luke. And... Hmm. He couldn't like he was trying to Luke didn't get Loki. He just didn't get it. And and he's like, I'm trying to explain to him like he just didn't like he didn't understand what it was that we were doing like during shooting. Like I just like wasn't getting it at all. Wow. Wow. Like he didn't understand, you know, I'm telling you right now. It's really bad. Owen Wilson. It was terrible. um, And he's rolling in his grave. Um, but oh wait, he's, st- he's still alive. Um, oh God, no, I but him? I, I loved. I was very concerned about Owen Wilson as Morbius, and not Mobius, Morbius, Morbius, Mobius. It's God. Mobius, Mobius. Yeah, wow. I really kept calling him Morbius like a moron. You're thinking of Morpheus. I am Orifice. I'm talking about that earlier. <laughs> it all circles back. No, but as Mobius. I loved him. Mm-hmm. I I was worried how Owen Wilson was going to do in the MCU. He played that character very well, I feel like. He wasn't. You know he, I mean? he didn't say wow one time. <laughs> he could have, though. There was a lot of things to wow about. Um, I, again, let's let's circle back to Loki. Enjoyed it. Visually stunning. Beautiful um, uh, storytelling. Um, the character development is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's such an interesting character in general because he's so 
you know, intriguing and, and complex. Uh, and damaged. Um, but then uh, Owen Wilson's character, the way he played it was just very straight, very dead on. And you expect almost a certain degree of wackiness coming out of Owen Wilson. Like there's got to be some sort of extra je ne sais quoi that, that Owen Wilson could give it. But no, he just hit the nail on the head. He played the part perfectly. And I'm really looking forward to season two. Yes. I I absolutely am. And then um what about I'm I'm sorry, is Jonathan Majors? Um he was uh the the you know conqueror at the end. Uh the 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 last episode he was behind the desk. Yeah. And he that scene yeah from start to finish was incredible and him he being the new Avengers big bad is I loved when she stabbed him in the chest and he said, I'll see you soon mm-hmm. <laughs> like because his variants are all coming and they're all homicidal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was dark. It's very dark. Yeah. Yes. It's a dark so, show, man. <laughs> I can't. I, I really can't believe that you were into that show. Honestly, I didn't know. Yeah. You'd be in yeah. There. You know, I get turned off by things easily. Uh, I wanted to like WandaVision. You didn't like Wanda do it. Okay. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. He's my favorite of all of them. I haven't. I something doesn't really grab me about 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 Abart? about the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I don't know. Give it another try. I haven't even tried. Oh. <laughs> So it's it's definitely an expose in racism in America. Mm. Um, it's a huge part of it because you find out. So it's a lie. OK. <laughs> I mean, there's there is a scene where where Falcon and Winter Soldier are like having a, an argument in the middle of the street and two cops roll over, roll by. And they're like they ask Winter Soldier if Falcon is bothering them. Mm. And he flips out do you know who he is are you kidding me right now do you know who he is that's the falcon he's one of the avengers and you're racially profiling him right now it was like it was a scene that just i think nailed it like really nailed it and i cried at the end of that show why what's not grabbing you i don't understand tell me rock what is yes please who is the best the greatest superhero oh my god that's a loaded question okay okay who's your favorite because i'm i'm gonna lean this is my guess you're probably gonna say batman or daredevil (laughs) i was gonna say both actually um they're like i i don't know there's something about i mean okay if you see dc wise it's always going to be batman marvel it's always going to be daredevil and i i love daredevil the most because of his struggles with faith it's a lot Mm -hmm. about his struggles with catholicism which is really a big deal to me because that's something i struggle with my entire life and his his struggle with it 
while being a superhero, I always thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, why do you ask me this? This? No, I'm just curious. You know, we talk a lot about comics and and superheroes and shit, and I was just sort of curious. You do post constantly about Batman and Daredevil, so. I mean, yeah, it's bulk of what I read. What about you, Dan? Don't you have a superhero that you thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy? That you're like every time he's on screen or in a book or something, you just want to know more. Mm. Don't we all have that? Don't we all have that? I don't know if there's one that I want to know more about, but I, I will say I, I, these Avenger movies yes have really opened the my my viewing pleasure to a lot of these these characters and how they're played i mean robert downey jr playing iron man it, it's just it's fantastic and you know that role um, saved his life right you know that like yeah, Stan Lee it saved his career story. yeah like he was tony stark tony stark was they had the same story in a lot of ways yeah yeah except you know robert downey jr didn't really involve himself in military weapons deals but you know the drugs and the alcohol that yeah. were a huge part of tony like a, a lot of the original iron man comics and the iron man comics i'm reading do reference back to his drug and his alcohol issues in the comic and robert downey jr being in his position at that time as an actor like that helped his rehab yeah and i, I so for me like Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Iron Man, I think is one of my favorites. Uh, and then Fat Thor is just fucking, come on, dude, right up my alley. Yeah, man, Chris Hemsworth, like, <laughs> is, uh, what do you think is coursing through my veins right now? And then War Machine, cheese whiz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good, so good. Um, and but I will agree, Batman. It's one of the oldest characters, um, but but what I did like about Batman is that he was dark and he was just a regular guy who had gadgets, you know. Yes. As opposed to these other superheroes that are sort of naturally God-given talents, this guy was just like, well, I'm rich, so I'm gonna buy a car that can fucking do flips and shit, um, and then beat up bad guys in in, a, in the nighttime. And so I mean, there's something intriguing about that. It's something fun. It's funny that you chose two superheroes that have no powers. So Iron Man has no powers. He's a regular guy. He just has a battery in his chest that. Yeah, the gadgets, dude, the, the, the wealth and the gadgets. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Although. So uh, this has been quite a, a discussion is currently in the Batman comics, which we're in the hundreds at this point. Um, he is no longer a billionaire. He no longer lives in Wayne Manor. The Batcave mm. is gone. He lost a lot of money. He's still rich. He lives in a nice brownstone in, in downtown Gotham. Um, <laughs> his tech isn't as crazy anymore. And uh, he met this new villain that's not really a villain, but more of an anti-hero. And she was like, you realize that you beat up the mentally ill for rich people. Like, that's what she was saying. Batman was and oh, has opened this character's eyes to really the culture we're in now. Like, there's a lot of people that just need your help. 
that you, they don't need you to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a very interesting change. Although, of course, there's a lot of fighting still. But um, I, I really I really like that. And people are complaining. They're complaining about it currently saying this doesn't feel like Batman. I don't know. It's, it, as you're describing it, it feels very much like Batman. He's always been conflicted. He's always been having to question what his real motives are. And, and the people around him are questioning that constantly. Um, in every movie that I've seen, at least on the big screen, Batman has, has had to fight off the image of being the villain himself. Um, and so you just brought that up again. Like even this, this sort of quasi anti-hero friend that he meets is bringing it up. Like you think you're the shit, but really you're just an asshole. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here he is without the major gadgets, without the fucking Batcave and, He's probably having to MacGyver it a bit, trying to be more creative. Yes. And it's funny to like see scenes in the comic where he's like, I think I left a suit at the corner of like underground (laughs) in like a sewer because like his his suits all fucked up. So he's like, I think there's a cache here that I left and like running through the sewers or like his calling them his micro caves in the sewer systems of Gotham and they're getting discovered all the time. And he's like, fuck. Like, I can't go back there now. Like someone found it and now, you know, I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's a cool look at it and an evolution that's more towards our time, which I really I really like that. I I, I resonate with it. Um, but the one thing I've really enjoyed is the question of, is he just as mentally ill as the people he's fighting against? Um, Mm. And he's always consistently had the same rule of not killing. Although in the comics, there have been a few times where he's broken that rule, but it's rare. Um, However, um, my question to you is, what do you think about Robert Pattinson? And and this whole March 2022 is the Batman. Are you going to go see it? Well, I go see it. I mean, I don't I, really live with anybody that's willing to go see that. Go with theaters. me. Uh, and the guys at DFAT, we're all going to probably all going to go. We'll see. <laughs> Did you I'm not anti Robert Pattinson? I mean, if he's if he's going to do a good job with the role, good. You know, great. Did good you hear him. about the cast? No. Colin Farrell is the penguin. Andy Circus mm-hmm. as Alfred. I don't know who Andy Circus is. Gollum from Lord of the Rings. He's mm. one of the best CG actors ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, who else? Uh, God. Carmine Falcone is being played by, and his name escapes me, and I'm very angry. The Jesus from The Big Lebowski. The Jesus? Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Why can't I remember his name? And it's so sad because I love oh, him. My I, God. I adore him. Anything he's in, I love. But he's yeah. Carmine Falcone. Okay. Yeah. So the, the thing is, Car- Who's Carmine Falcone. <laughs> so it's very important. There's the there were. I don't know any of this. Batman's first villains were not real, really villains. They were the mob. When he took the mob out in Gotham, it rose to the supervillains. See, Mm -hmm. the mob, the mob kept the supervillains at bay. When Batman 
eventually beat Carmen Falcone, etc., then there was a vacuum. And that vacuum was picked up by the Riddler and the Joker and these wackadoos mm-hmm. that used to be stuffed down by the mob. So another layer of Batman's complexity. Okay. Does that like make sense? Arturo. Deturo. Deturo. Um, uh, God damn it. You're John, not John. James. Maybe it's Jonathan Taturo. It's Taturo. It is definitely Taturo. We could look it up. Like we have Google machines in front of us, but we're yeah. not Anthony, choosing. It's, a, it's an A, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to look it up now. Um, it's a race. Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler. Okay. Do you know who he is? It is John DeTuro. Oh, okay, I was right. Yeah. John Michael DeTuro. Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon is fantastic. Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, is Catwoman. Okay. It is... The biggest reason I'm excited for this film is that this is his second year as Batman. Only a second year. He's very young, very new, and he not a lot of people know. He doesn't have a lot of brand recognition at the time. He's more of folklore in Gotham, and he's now starting to work with the police for the first time. And there is a serial killer on the loose, and we don't know who the serial killer is. And this supposedly in its beginning screening was said, this is seven but Batman is trying to solve it. This was a, mm. it was a, the, the, it's been screened already. And they said it was visual. It was disturbing, but it was incredible. Yeah. That movie seven was pretty fucking crazy, dude. Yes. So I'm just like thinking seven, but like Batman mm-hmm. solving it. Yeah. That's, sign, that's sign very me up. interesting. Sign me up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with our fuck yous. And then we'll just cry ourselves asleep. I mean, yeah, at this point, everyone stopped listening. Yeah, we'll be right back. Serenity now. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. Okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. Effed in the fucking ass. That's right, folks. That's on key. Fuck you. 
Yes, yes. Everybody's favorite part of the show. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. All right. That was Thank seamless. You, um, God, I just want to get this out of the way. This fucking bitch, I'm trying to eat. Okay. I'm at a pizza place and there's not a lot of seating because of the pandemic. I sit down. There's two tables that are, um, you know, benches. There's, what do you call them? Booths. Two booths. Yeah, booths. Two booths. I'm sitting in the bench facing all of the booths. There's two of them, so I can see everything happening there. And there's no one else at the other booth, so it's just me by myself. Wonderful. Then I love that. This, this troll of a woman comes and sits down at the other booth facing me weird and we're the only two people in this fucking place and she's like staring at me as she's slobbering and putting the food in her mouth i could hear her chewing from two tables away i had to leave that's my voice yeah it was so gross. I knew you were ready for a drop there. I, I couldn't believe it. it. It was hot outside and it was yeah. air conditioned in this place. And so I figured, hey, yeah, nice little lunch. I can sit down by myself. This relax. is happening. And then she sits down and just like eating. Go the fuck away. Fuck yeah. you to anybody that thinks that that's normal or not weird at all. Don't look at me. I've already explained this to the to the listeners. I don't like being watched as I eat. Okay? He doesn't. Why were you... St- I, I, I guess it's my bad. I should have sat in the other seat of my booth facing away from everyone. Yeah. But, like, I didn't expect someone to come in and sit down and just start scarfing on food. She worked at the Family Dollar across well, of the course, street. Obviously, she did. So there's nowhere for her to eat either, I suppose. But two ships in the night, man. I'm just like, yo, the fuck are you doing out here? Go away. Yeah. That's weird. God, what a fucking horrible, moronic, disgusting troll of a person she was. I don't like being around people. Mm -hmm. I just don't. So fuck you to her? Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Mine. Um, so over the weekend, unfortunately, my daughter was hospitalized due to um, being very sick. And obviously, with the world we live in today, the main concern is that she had COVID. She doesn't have COVID. She was tested. She was tested negative. So her first day of school is tomorrow. So I'm thinking to myself. All right. I don't want her going to school coughing. And with her mask on and they send her home and they're like, you need to give, you know, you need to get her a COVID test that we need to see it as negative before she can come back. So I'm going to be a good dad and I'm going to make sure that she has a good first day. So as soon as her pediatric office opened this morning, I called them with the intention of having them fax her negative COVID test to them. When I know it has been faxed, I will call their office and follow up. Did you get the fax? This is the sitch. Tell them the situation and ensure she's good to go to school tomorrow. That was my intent. What happened instead (laughs) is 
I call the pediatric office to say that she had her tests done at the well now, the urgent care. And I said, that's fine, but you're the one who contacted us to say it was negative. Well, yeah, they told us it was negative. They told you it was negative. They didn't send any paperwork. No, we don't have any yet. We're waiting on them to send it. I said, so you don't have the paperwork to send to my daughter's school. I said, okay, it's not your fault. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Because, yeah, I would call them. I said, I'm going to call them. I called them. The, first of all, there's a live assistant, which is just a robot. I kept live person. <laughs> I just kept saying it. Yeah. And it finally started ringing and I'm like, yes. And it rang 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 and it rang. And I gave up. I looked at their hours of operation again and they're open. So I do the same thing again and live person my way into another ring mm-hmm. and no one answers the phone. So I'm like, all right, third time. Here we go. Do it again. I am in a blind rage and my anger knows no bounds at this point. (laughs) And I go, I'm got to, I got to go. And the, the, the weef is like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to urgent care Mm -hmm. and I'm going to fucking hit somebody is what's going to happen. I'm going, I went in there with the intention to just verbally accost someone. Yeah. So I drive there, I get there, I go in and there's these just two little young women working the front desk. So I'm like, all right, let me just, let me just try with honey. Yeah. Yeah. So I ask her, she says, yes, we have those. Hi, have you heard of a fax machine? Do you have one here? I, I said, you have them. She goes, yeah. She hands it to me. Yeah. I look at it. And I say, argument time. And I said, can you fax it to her school for me? She yeah. looks at me and goes, yeah, if you have the fax number. We went to the fax machine. I gave her the fax number and she faxed it. Wow. She hands me back the sheet, looks me right in the eye and says, you could have called. Oh my god! <sighs> I damn near lost my mind. <laughs> I would have handed her my cell phone and said, "You call your own number. You see what happens." Yeah, I said I did, and nobody answered. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I drove down here. I said, "Is it faxed?" And she said, "Yep." Yeah. Here's your copy. Thank you. Yeah. And I walked out and I go into the parking lot and I say, I'm going to call the school and make sure from the parking lot. Cause then when I go home, I'm worry free because we're done. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm in the parking lot of well now. Oh, it continues. I call the school and I pray that it's not the woman that knows my mom who has a kid that at one time went to the same daycare as me when we were children. However, when I call and she knows it's me, she talks to me like we are family. Right. How's your mom doing? I don't care. Let's move on. Hey, 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 hey. So of course she answers. And I'm like, I, 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 I'm not listening. I'm not listening. (laughs) 
just did you get the facts? Yeah, we got the facts. She's all set for tomorrow. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. Honestly, that wasn't so bad. But fuck you to a business that is open and doesn't answer their phone, especially as important as healthcare. If you have posted hours and I am calling outside of those hours, fine, yeah. fine. I'm wrong. But if I am calling you within those hours, answer the goddamn phone, answer the phone. I don't care what business you're at, even if you answer it to tell me to come there. Yeah. Or to say, hey, we're too busy to talk. Okay, at least you answered the phone. So it's not really a staffing issue because I, I think that's bullshit. If you call, well, now, whatever, and they're not answering the phone and their excuse is that they're too busy. Well, okay. Guess what happens when I call the pizza place when they're busy? They answer and they say, hey, do you mind waiting? Everyone's done it. Yeah. Tell me you haven't called a pizza place and they go, hey, we're busy right now. Will you hold? Boom. Okay. Then I know what's going on. I know there's a live person there. I just have to sit tight. Exactly. But no, not not apparently not at these medical offices or any other business that cares to fucking make money. They're just like, mm, I guess we won't answer the phone. Well, Dan, too, it goes back to. So my son has a different pediatrics office and we have an appointment for a specific time. So when I get there, I expect that that time will be honored and you will call me mm -hmm. back. Yeah. Period. I don't care what job you have. I don't care if you're a doctor. This is the time you signed up for. So yeah. my son is two and you've met him. He's a bowling ball with arms and legs. Yeah. And he's very destructive. He's a he's a miniature you. Yes. He's emotionally scarring <laughs> and physically scarring. <laughs> <laughs> and he's imposing his size. But anyway, yeah. um, the lady at the desk is looking at me and I'm like, doctor's 20 minutes late. I'm no longer responsible for him fucking up your waiting room. Your entire waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to watch him anymore. You watch him. <laughs> we had an appointment for 20 minutes ago and he's two. Yeah. I no longer have any control of the situation. He's gonna I've flip gotten it. up and walked out of doctor's offices before they've wasted so much of my time. You know, I only have one day off a week and I and I try and schedule my doctor's appointments for the day that I have off. But I have so much going on in my life. When I get there, I expect to be seen. I expect to be talked to, etc. I mean, I once sat in a waiting room for almost an hour. I got up and said, I'm I got to go. I have a life to live. Yeah, I have. You can't expect me to sit here. This list is absurd. It, it is. It is. It's one thing if it's an emergency room. Like, I get that. They're going to take you in order of how fucked up you right. are. Right. And it wasn't scheduled. But if it's scheduled, yeah. if you if you tell me that this time is scheduled, then honor that time or send yeah. someone out to kiss my ass and lie to me. Just say, listen, lie to my face. Up. Yeah. It's going to be a couple hours. If you still want to have your appointment, go get some coffee you know, go read a comic book, come back, or we can reschedule because we screwed up, etc. But no, you, no one does that. They're just like, oh, just sit there and wait. And the thing is, oh, hand sure. me hand me a five dollar bill with a five dollar bill. I could easily get a cup of coffee and a comic mm -hmm. book. Yes, easily. Just do that. I'll go to the ninety nine yeah. cent bin. I'll pick up an old Superman that nobody liked. I'll read it. But again, <laughs> It's 
you know, I, I, it's I, common courtesy, dude. That's all it comes down to. Businesses suck. Everyone sucks. Fuck everyone. I think really that's the best way to round it out for our fuck you today is just fuck everyone. Um, honestly, thanks so much, everyone, for joining us today. Um, you know, sorry we didn't have a guest, but everyone... next week, hopefully a great guest. Yes. Ruben, one of our favorite people will be here um hopefully to talk about the illusion witch number two very exciting check stuff. out the check out those defat wars too guys don't forget about that yeah defat wars it looks like the finale is going to be us versus insensitive culture so make sure you're checking that out speaking of that check mm-hmm. out insensitive culture check out towel light talk check out gutsy media podcast check out bull and moose tavern just check out defat type it in listen to the whole catalog do it i fucking dare you and make sure that you're checking out Ridley's Gaming Realm for all your video gaming needs on the Book of Face. Ridley's Gaming Realm. Dan, what do you got for me? Party on, Wayne. Bye, everyone. Peace. <laughs> they come from butts. <laughs>